I want winners. I want people that want to win. Rod, I had my primetime shades ready. They were sitting right <laughs> next to me. They were right <laughs> next. They were ready. They were ready for me to put that to open this show. You ready to put oh. them on and <laughs> wearing the Dion shades, and oh. it didn't happen. And it, it for whatever reason, be. it didn't happen. We'll talk about it. But you know, I did have to after that game. I have a drink with me because. Yeah. There is a, there was a lot of emotion going on. Like uh, m- my wife and I were kind of having a, a fun little game going because, you know, you're sitting there watching the game and I am not someone who stands up and cheers and throws my phone. I just sit there mm-hmm. and I watch and I yeah, kind yeah. of internalize. Mm-hmm. My heart rate got up to 113 sitting down watching this game. And I was like, wow, like I, that, like just the drama of it all. Um, before, like, we're going to get to the X's and O's piece and, you know, the strategies and the, the places where maybe Shanahan will, will kind of be up all night wondering if we'll, we'll go through that stuff in, uh, in, in a little bit, but just emotionally, I want to be with the people right now because that was a roller coaster of a football game and one in which I'm guessing that most 49er fans thought had one or two things gone a different way maybe we win that game you know by double digit points but it didn't and we said this from the beginning the reason why you didn't want to play the chiefs is because you did not want to play against the other dude Uh, you didn't want to play against pat mahomes and you don't want to play against andy reed creating opportunities for pat mahomes and that is what the game came down to both of our sort of worst nightmares were happening there in, in the end, what we talked about yesterday. But first off, let, let's I, I want to do a check-in with you. Check in and let me know, where are you emotionally right now? Are you upset? Are you relieved? Are you frustrated? Like, where, where are you? Because you're out there in the mix with all the people in Vegas. Honestly, I'm numb. I really am numb because i and it was weird i even put that in the discord that you know i felt like i should have been (laughs) i felt like selvin i I felt like i should have been happier at 10 nothing yeah i really wasn't i was so uncomfortable and we got to halftime it was like I, i i didn't take my heart rate (laughs) <laughs> but I was like fucking tired. I was, my I was, I was tired. I, it was like, like it. It was like I could feel the stress, like in my shoulders. Yeah. And um, I was just, I was really a ball of tension. And um, I did. I closed my eyes at halftime. <laughs> I didn't watch the show. I, I, I needed to rest. But I, you know, we did a lot of good things. The defense really was the best, especially our front, was the best that it had been since early in the, in the season. And it was like, you know, you talked about our keys to victory. For us, that for me, that was one of them. Yeah. We really had the ball. And early on, even Chase Young was getting plays. Now, as, as the half wore on, 
people started to become who they were and they ended up having to move Armstead to end on some plays and he was balling. Yeah. Um, you know, so that was like a big check mark, you know, um, the hundred million dollar front, as I like to call them. Yeah. Hargrave was making plays. Ken Kinlaw even made a play. They were doing what they needed to do. So, but what was my fear? One of my fears was that you ultimately are who you are. And as the game wore on, we started to see the the defensive line that played the last four weeks. Um, it was almost like it was inevitable. I wasn't wishing it, but when when they showed up, I wasn't surprised. Um, similarly, with Brock, he came out playing really, really well. But then that first drive of the third quarter, it was like, uh-oh, here we go. And it was in it. I'm not, I don't even blame him. Spags did a really good job of kind of dictating what it is we were going to do. And people were, were so frustrated when people were talking about, well, you need to run the ball. You know, bro, if you just stop your, stop your, just stop, stop the thing and then count how many people are, or at the line of scrimmage at on or right around the line of scrimmage. There's, I mean, especially if you've got our offensive line, there's no way you're running in the nine and 10 man boxes. We have to, it was like everybody I was watching the game said, look, Spax has made, has declared that Brock Purdy is going to have to beat them. Mm-hmm. He's, we're, he's going to have to make some throws to get them out of that heavy box. And, for tons of reasons, which I guess we'll get into later, he just didn't. We didn't. He didn't. Kyle didn't. We didn't. I mean, at this point, I'm not pointing fingers or blaming anybody. Because overall, you ask how I'm feeling. I'm numb now. But it's not like I'm like super disappointed in them. It's. It, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I. I. I ex- well, hoped we'd win. And I thought we would win, and I think we could have won. Um, I'm not even gonna. Well, I might shit on Jake Moody a little bit, but um, <laughs> I really, don't, you know, I, I, I kind of, I kind of feel for them because I think they, they could have won it. It was right there, but then Jordan got the ball, and that was that yeah. was kind of it. I mean. So I want to talk about the run thing because this is something that we talked about yesterday, which was my worst nightmare in that the defensive strategy was going to try and force the Niners out of what they love to do in their comfort zones. And after the first half that it looks like exactly what they did. And like you said, they stacked the line. They made it look like, the Niners should not run at this opportunity. And, and, and like I said, Kyle is going to see that and go, oh, man, we're going to be able to pick these dudes apart downfield, right? There's three, there's two and three DF- DBs back there. We should be able to, you know, eat. And so but- <laughs> I, 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 that was my number one worry about this game was Kyle was going to go, okay, Brock can win this and we're going to put it in his hands and we're going to give him opportunities. The problem with that 
is that if we don't run the ball, then you still have all those guys pretty close to the line of scrimmage. And what is Brock's biggest problem this entire season? What's well, getting the ball batted? It's maybe throwing a half second before he wants. And then that's where the kind of the chaos ensues. Now he didn't throw a pick. There were a couple passes that, you know, we were, I think we were pretty afraid of that might have got, gotten mm-hmm. intercepted. So to his credit, he threw the ball away when he needed to throw it away. He made safe throws so that they weren't turnovers. Uh, he was running out of the pocket to try and evade sacks. Uh, I don't even know if he got sacked uh, in, in the entire so. game. but uh, So he was a very aware of that. But at the same time, after those first two drives in the third quarter, Shanahan was almost like, we, gotta, we, we just have to try running the ball. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, McCaffrey, easy five yards. And then it's like, oh, McCaffrey, you know, easy four yards. And I was like, man, like, you know, we can do it even against that stacked line. We know that Kansas City was not a great run run defense. And for those two, there were there, it was only two possessions. But in those two possessions, what you just said, Spags psyched Shanahan out of, what they do best now. I'm now. If you look at the numbers, CMC got the ball a lot. He had ten catches, so he touched the ball like over twenty-five times. So it's not that we did not give him the opportunities. He he did get them, but I think what had happened in in that third quarter is you're trying to turn the tide there, and you're trying to swing the clock more towards the Chiefs. And the Niners had a three and out and a three and out. And it's like, okay, like now we have to give the ball to this dude who is uh, a second half quarterback. And that swung a lot of the momentum. There were still opportunities for us to win. But those two possessions where Kyle abandoned the run, probably correctly abandoned the run because of what he was seeing on the other side. But at the same time, I do think that was Spags going like, this is a chess game and I'm going to, you know, I'm, I am showing everything right now and let's see what you can do against it. And they just couldn't succeed for whatever reason against it. I don't know if it was the receivers or the routes or whatever, but those guys were also not getting open at the same time. That's true. That, that is a very good point. And I don't like to play the what if game, but even after all of that being said, there were still two or three throws that Brock made great throws, but Chris Jones was just a, just there just enough, just enough to, it just, you know, and it just wasn't to be, you know, like that. the, The last one was the, was the dagger, the one where Juwan Jennings just runs a crazy good route and he's wide open to win the game. And he just, Brock just doesn't, he doesn't have time. He it just, it's okay, all. Here, it's, here, here's a question for you because again, we're talking about this strategy of Spags third and four. And this is for ball game, right? This is, if the Niners score a touchdown, Kansas City has to score a touchdown to just tie the game, to extend the game. So you you you're forcing them to go sixty what seventy five yards down the field to to just tie the game. 
And like Romo said, that's just it's it's a completely di- it changes the game. Yes, the difference between having you know the field goal and you all you got to do is get in the field goal range, and that set of play calls yes. against having knowing that you have to go the distance. So it's third and four. I I just said aloud to everybody in the room, like they're bringing heat. I hope we have the route that exposes wherever the, these blitzes are coming from. Mm-hmm. And I would, you know, I'm sure Shanahan could explain the play that he put in to, to escape that moment for the offense to go, okay, this, we know the blitz is coming. They're going to bring pressure here and here's our outlet. And like you said, Jennings, got off and he he made the cut and he was open but Brock th- thought he was going up instead of just out and Brock overthrew him now not to say that Pat Mahomes is going to not make that play like I'm sure mm-hmm. that is a play that he has made and he's comfortable making and and that is that's why he's got three titles Brock being in that moment first Super Bowl young QB Jet, it's not like Jennings is is a ten year vet either, so it is a, an opportunity for them to show that they can fa- that that they have an answer to this to this blitz, and you know it just didn't work out in their end, and that's like the you know John Madden, I'm, I'm sure he's not the first person to say this, but he used to say mm-hmm. like football is a game of inches, mm-hmm. and you know it it was if if Brock can hang out for a third of a second longer, a a half of a second longer, and he could see Jennings's cut and make that throw instead of having to rush it, then it's a different, it's a different ball game. But the the half of a second is all it it took for them to not be able to, uh, to counter that pressure. And like, and that's football. Like that is what we watch every week. It is such a fast game these days. Like I remember watching, um, you know, if you go back and watch games in like the mid eighties and in the early nineties, it is not that fast. It is not as fast as it is today. Now there are rules adjustments and stuff a- as to why, but the athletes are, uh, are tons better. Um, and, and it's almost like the field is like almost too small for, for the athleticism in football these days, but it's just that small, that small time, and and that's that was like the difference in the game because if they hit that play, then maybe we we're talking touchdown. But they didn't. Spags brought the pressure. Jones was right there in Brock's face, and he had to get rid of it too. Really, like that's the ball game right there, and that's what makes that's what makes football the most popular sport in America. I don't know how many people are they're gonna have as far as a uh, rated to watch this game. But I saw. Um, I had actually made a prediction with Matt Bellany from Puck News early in the week, and I said 119.1 million is going to be the number. For an overtime game where it was so close in the fourth quarter, they're blowing away that number. This is going to be the like there's that that number is going to be in the mid 120 millions because of yeah. how dramatic that game was. Um, but like this is why I mean you can be frustrated if if you want. It should be. Uh, if you if you have been watching this team all year long, there is frustration there. Man, if they could have only done this, if they could have only done that. 
But at the end of the day, I can point to it and go, that's the play. And you're right there and you're in it and it's win or lose. And they didn't make the play. And and I'm I'm so much more content with that game, with this game, than 31-20 four years ago, where Oh no, it, no question. It felt no question. that that felt unreachable the second they took the lead. That felt like okay, ball game. Our guys are just done. This one, these are fighting until the very they played five quarters of football tonight. Yeah. They're fighting. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm I'm mad, I'm frustrated, I'm sad, but I'm not like like they were there. I was, was there for, it was gutted. there to win. I was gutted the last time. It I, it doesn't like I say I'm kind of numb. But I, I it's not that. It's not it that one that last one the the 2019 one was that was a rough one. That, like helpless. Really, you just felt helpless. Like you're like there's nothing yeah, we it, can do to win this game. Yeah. Um but I didn't feel that way. I I really thought that you know, I was well. I don't know if I thought. I'm not going to go that far. But I was really rooting for Brock to just just make one play. If you just make one play for us, um, we can win this thing. You you know, because because that just the pressure off of the offensive line. Maybe it opens up something in the run game, but maybe not. Maybe Spags is just going to keep on with that front and make sure. You know, my brother kept talking about how. And it was it was it was uncanny the way he was calling it. He was like, it's like you know three five step, and then hitch hitch, and then throw or hitch hitch and go. And it was just crazy that you know, like you said, at a certain point, you know the the pressure wasn't awful, but there just clearly was nobody open for him to um, throw the ball to, which is good on Kansas City. And you know, I don't. Again, I don't know the ins and outs of, you know, if it was something that we weren't doing or if it was just to credit the coverage. It's hard to know until we see the all 22. And can I give um, them credit for another thing, which is when you stack the line like that, you take away one of the Niners best players in George Kittle because he's got a block. Kittle has to. He has to block. He's got a block. You also. You take away a lot of the power or a lot of the um, what what Brandon Ayuk is good at, what Debo is good at, which is a lot of the underneath stuff because they don't really have an outside guy. You know, they 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 have, you know, Danny Gray sitting there on the IR somewhere just going like, man, if they would have just put me in, I could have stretched that field. <laughs> but they don't have that guy, Uncle, right? Uncle Rico. <laughs> He's Uncle Rico. <laughs> and and that is one thing that they probably feel after this game that they do need to add is somebody who can go deep. Because JJ, JJ is great on third and eight. Like that, he's like one of mm-hmm. the best guys that they've ever had as that safety valve. Uh, and he uh, JJ showed out today. He he was awesome. Had to trick play. He made himself a lot of money as a free agent. Had Somebody's that, had gonna, that red hair. Had the red hair. Him. Somebody's going to pay him a lot of money, and good for him. Um, but yeah, we that is going to be. We've got we, you know we've got a bunch of months to get into that, but that is going to be one of the areas what the wide receiver room looks like next year is going to be very interesting among 
just about every other position group. You know, we've got we've got for a team that was as good as we were, we've got a lot of question marks mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, so yeah, it was um it was nice to see Juwan have the game he did. Um well the playoffs that he did. He yeah. really he really showed out um all three games. Um what, so- what what did you think about the referees? basically swallowing the whistle in the last in the fourth quarter and in overtime they were like y'all can hold in both teams like you even said in the discord mm-hmm. y'all can hold i i think the chiefs did get one defensive holding penalty which extended a drive for the niners and uh, there yep. was uh i think i think Ayuk got called for a false start but other than that it's like these guys that they were just letting these dudes play and i love that i I, because like I, like I said in the Discord, you could call holding on every play. And what I didn't want, I'm, I'm glad that fourth quarter didn't turn into was a flag fest. Yeah. Um, I know always whatever team loses is going to be crying about oh, yeah. what didn't get called. But, I'm sure there, but there's I mean, already it, Twitter videos that are up right now circling all the times that Bosa got held. I am sure about that. But what we don't, but what we don't do is look at all the times that Trent gets away with holding, <laughs> and McKibbin gets away. You know what? Trent and, had a you know, rough just start don't... today. Trent had a he had had a holding a, and a, a false start I, in the very beginning of the game. I can't ever remember him having back to back penalties like yeah. that. That was um that was very very um un Trent like um, but yeah that yeah it was. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of fingers pointed at, of course, the mustachioed one, Jake Moody, for kicking low on the mm-hmm. extra point. Uh, I think rightfully so. Shanahan is the head guy. There's going to be some question marks. There's going to be some stuff that he's got to take for being the lead guy. Though I think uh, I thought it was interesting that it looked like Wilkes was going to call another another blitz and Shannon called the timeout. He's like, Nope, we're not calling this blitz right now. We're not doing that again. <laughs> we're not doing that again. And I, and, and you know, with that high, you know, ex- with that highlighted to me is I've never questioned Kyle Shanahan's play calling and offensive acumen, but there were times early on, especially where you, if you wanted to, that was what I would always say is you're crazy. If you're questioning this guy's offensive acumen, but if you want to question his game managing, um, you know, that's a conversation sure. that we can have. Sure. You know, that is, that is, that's legit, but he has gotten a lot better with that. And that was, that was a highlight for him yeah. that, um that he wasn't, so, and I had heard people say in the past that he's um, so deep into his play sheet that um, the other aspects of running the game sometimes, you know, rather than, you know, managing the team, he's worried about his next set of plays that he's going to call, which is what you, you know, that is the, the quandary when you have yes. your head, when the head man is the play caller. There, there was a moment where the Niners were clearly flustered on defense. I don't, I, it may have been Burks and Ryan. They're kind of running to a spot and they're switching spots and they're switching back again. And I was like, if Kyle wasn't worried 
so much about keeping the timeouts for his offense, he would have called the timeout because there was clear confusion on the defense. And I think, I, I don't know, I don't remember the exact play that happened, but it was, they, they picked up yardage. And I was like, of course they did because the defense was completely confused about what was going on. So uh, I think, you know, the the one thing, and and this is sucks because Dre has been dealing with this Achilles stuff all game long or all season long. Is does Kelsey get off the way that he does if you have all three of your linebackers playing? That is a question because he didn't do anything in the first half. And the second they had Oren Burks in there, then Kelsey Oof. started started moving and shaking. And then you started to see Kelsey and Fred. You know, they were like put, putting Fred on him one on one. And, you know, Fred did did a good job. Fred, it caught I think it caused Fred to be out of position on other stuff. There was a there was a late uh, in that last drive to win the game. Mahomes drops back and basically does a, a quasi quarterback draw. And Fred has full sight on taking this brother's head off. And he took the wrong route and he missed him. And Patrick got 15 yards or whatever that was. So, you know, there there was stuff like that to where you go, man, you know, that's just the, those, you know, Curtis Blow game. These are the breaks. And that was yeah, the breaks. My brother, was a, my, my brother was a linebacker and he was watching that matchup. And he's, you know, is he, he acknowledges that Fred Warner is a monster. But even in that, he's like him one-on-one with Travis Kelsey is, is that's not where you want to be. You really don't that, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a tough cover and he got beat, but then he came back and on that one in the end zone, he, he defended it well, but it's just like you say, you know, you know, you are, you're at the bottom of a barrel. If that is the matchup that you are, because Fred is just so important overall to put him in that spot. It's just tough. It's tough for the if defense. It, if but, the ball doesn't but, go to Kelsey, somebody else has to make a play. And they, they you take Fred out right. of that playmaking opportunity. Fred did have, I think he led the team with uh with like 13 tackles or something. So he did, you know, he was in the mix, but there were also moments where he was not in the mix and, and they needed him to make a play. And that was again, we're talking about the strategy aspect of this. That don't that that's the you know, I'm that's the the X's and O's. That's the chess matchup stuff. That's what these. That's why these coaches and these coordinators, you know, during football season, they're not really home, right? Because <laughs> because I guess it, it, it doesn't that stuff. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. The what ifs really don't matter. But if Dre doesn't go out, how does that affect yeah, the game? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's a big it's thing. Just, it, it's probably going to be a little underreported because. You know, you want to blame the rookie kicker and you want to give all the praise to Mahomes who deserves every bit of it. Him and Andy Reid together are magic. They're they're Montana and Walsh is is who they are. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, like like that's where at the end of the day, when I watch this game, I go, you know what? That dude beat us and I can live with that. Like I told my wife because we had a we we weren't going to really have a, a big thing. But like I said on last night's show, my stepdaughter gets into it. My stepsons, all of a sudden, they want to invite some friends. My sister, who lives in uh, Arizona, her and her husband and their kids, I didn't know that they were going to be in town. But all of a sudden, 
you know, come the weekend, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to be in town. You're going to watch the game. I was like, yeah, we're going to watch the game. And so all of a sudden, my son, who just got back from London, he was here, his buddy was so all of a sudden, we kind of had like a big party. And I told her, I was like, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to remember this loss because we just talk about this stuff. But mm-hmm. like when you're hanging with your family and yeah. with friends and everybody's there and you're watching and people are having fun and like, I can't, I can't stew in that, you know, like I would, I'd, yeah. I, I, I'm hurting just like everybody else from the perspective of, I'm just mm-hmm. such a hardcore fan, but I, I just, I, I, I had, I had a blast. I absolutely had a blast and it just didn't turn out our way. Um, yeah. Okay. Why don't let, let's go down the, the game a little bit. I want to talk about some of the scoring plays. I want to talk about the moments maybe where you would have felt uh, this or that. Um, Niners are up 10 zero heading into the, uh, the end of the first half and the chiefs, come down and they finally have a successful drive, which ends in a Harrison Butker 28 yard field goal. So Niners are up 10, three at the half. And you just said that you were not comfortable with 10, zero, let alone 10, mm-hmm. three. I thought, and in the back of my mind, this is not something that you want to say out loud. Cause you kind of like, you're the bearer of bad news. But Mark Jones, who is the uh, Sacramento Kings play-by-play man, he uses this this uh, saying in basketball games a lot. Oh, he overuses it. He calls it play uh-huh. with their food. Like, you know, the, the team has got like a, a nice three-on-one break and then someone throws an alley-oop into the, into the stands. It's like they're playing with their food. They should have just fundamentally just did what was correct. I thought the Niners were playing with their food in the first half. They had so many opportunities to break this game open a little bit. And when they didn't, and when they only had the 10 points, in the back of my mind, I was saying, this is going to bite us. And I don't want it to bite us, but it is going to bite us. Did you feel the same way? It was, you know, you just talked about Mark Jones. I felt the same way using a basketball analogy that that I just felt like we couldn't afford many empty trips and Mm -hmm. we had several of them. We had several opportunities. And again, it did, even at the time it didn't, I don't know. I don't know why it didn't feel as bad, but you know, it's like, you know, Chris McCaffrey is not somebody who puts the ball on the ground. So when he does it, it's not like, I mean, like, Oh my God, he, you know, is me. Well, I mean, I guess, that just kind of happens. You just kind of, I mean, dims the brakes, I guess. But and they, um, they gave it back to us. So you're kind of like, okay, we're even. Right. So it's, like, it's a wash. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a wash. Yeah. So, but yeah, I definitely felt that we gave away at least 10 points. You know, it was, and, and it's, it, that just changed the game because like you said, we, we could, we'll, we'll get there eventually because I think one point, you know, literally ended up changing the game. So those other ones that you leave on the floor, again, another basketball analogy is that I used to always, you know, it used to always frustrate me when people would talk about, well, he missed that free throw in the fourth quarter and he lost the game. Well, 
we missed 10 in the first <laughs> half that, um, you know, how, how is that one in the fourth quarter more important than the other 10 that we missed in the, you know, in the first and second quarter, yeah. they aren't there. Those points would have, you know, counted the same. Come so, on, Shaq. And, and that was, Shaq always yeah, says, I, exactly. I, I made them, I made them when they counted. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you made the other ones. You didn't have to make yeah. those ones that counted. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it, it I, I get, I, I think that, oh, and I hadn't really thought about how, because that was really, I, you know, when everybody saw it, when, Dre comes up lame. That was really like kind of a gut punch for me. Mm-hmm. It was, it was because we talk about it on this show in a way that I don't think a lot about, I don't hear many other people talking about it, how he is like the emotional battery for this team. He and, was you know, on fire today, just pumping and, these dudes up. And, you know, that, and that is not to take away from what he actually brings as a player yeah um but the emotional component i don't think can be understated and i mean it's just you know and the facts are you go from him to odom it's just a huge downgrade um so so yeah i i was definitely as as, as we talked about i was not feeling comfortable with where we stood um at halftime but um i you know i wasn't like depressed or, or or didn't think we couldn't win, but I just I wished it was I wished the lead was I wish I wish the lead was bigger. I mean that's all I really yeah. wished it was bigger. Yeah. Now you know if they added another field goal or another touchdown, then then you're not as worried because that is three scores versus you know a touchdown is three scores, uh, a field mm-hmm. goal is still two scores. But you know that that does change your outlook a little bit. Um, I you know I was fired up for Usher. I know you said you you closed your eyes a little bit for Usher, mm-hmm. but you know these long Super Bowl halftime shows. Like if you're the Niners, you're like, okay, let's get right back out there because we don't want the Chiefs to to all of a sudden have all of this time to sort of create you know. The, whatever the second half game plan is and and even have more time for adjustments because we kind of got them a little bit on their heels, but that was in the back of my mind as well. I was like, as much as I love Usher, I got to see Luda mm-hmm. and anybody who's like 25 years old or younger. They're like, Oh, that dude from fast and the furious. He raps too. Um, and, and I got to see Alicia keys and you know, I've, I've been down with Alicia Keys since uh, songs in A minor, like from the beginning. So I, I love that. Got to see Lil John. Got to see Jermaine Dupree. Got to see Usher. Dressed like all Eddie Monster. <laughs> I was about to say, no, no. This dude's a pilgrim. What's going on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and so, you know, I, I rock with Usher. Like to me, Usher, you know, I'll take Usher over uh, Justin Timberlake every day of the week and twice on Sunday. That's how much I love Usher. But mm-hmm. at the same time, as Usher was doing his thing, I'm like, oh, man, Andy Reid, he's got so much time to figure this thing out, kind of like the 49ers in, in the Ravens Super Bowl. They even had more time to sort of figure things out to create a game yeah. plan to come back mm-hmm. because of the blackout and everything. Mm-hmm. So as much as I loved it, I was worried because I'm like, okay, this is like an hour for these guys to coach him up, to figure out what the game plan is. 
So second half starts. Niners, uh, they uh, they stop or did they stop them? And because the Chiefs, yeah, got they did. Ball. They stopped mm-hmm. them. And they, then they, they got stopped, and then Chiefs kick a field goal. Niners get stopped, and then with two twenty eight left in the third. Uh, Mahomes finally shakes loose with uh, Valdez Scantling for a touchdown. And the Chiefs take their first lead of the ball game with 228 left in the first half. And this is where I was worried. Uh, the game four years ago, it was going to be a duplicate of that game. It's like, oh, they took the lead. Now they're just going to boat race us. Like, that was a worry. I, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the defense is still playing good enough to where that may not happen. So I, I was okay. But I was like, this offense needs to fight back because they need to answer this, this touchdown. And they come back. Next drive, Jawan Jennings and the Niners retake the lead. Uh, at this point, this is where we get... <sighs> The Jake Moody blocked extra point. Now, I don't know. I'm not a kicking fanatic. I, I think that when you have a short yardage field goal, the only way this thing gets blocked from the middle is if you just kick it too low. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be what happened, right? He just kicked yeah, it. Yeah, well, Romo said he kicked it off his ankle. I mean, it okay. just... It's just, it was just a miss. Because it's not it like the block came from the side where somebody, mm-hmm. you know, laid out and tipped it. He kicked it right into the dude's hands. It looks like it didn't yeah. even look like anybody jumped any mm-hmm. any higher yeah. than, than they, they did. So, you know, after he kicks the 55 yarder to to start, you know, start off the scoring and then he misses this extra point. It is uh, that that was kind of like another one of those signs where you're just like. We cannot beat this dude and make mistakes. You just can't do it because you know that Pat's going to come back and he and you're le- you're just leaving money on the table. And uh, and the difference between three and four is massive. I mean, it, the difference between us being up through or yeah, it, it, did that put us? If we were up three. We we're up three. Sixteen, right. thirteen. Um, as a, and if we're up four. I mean, that's just that's just. I know in gaming parlance, that's that's just that's a huge number. We're up, and the Chiefs probably go for it instead of kick a field goal to tie it. And now, whether or not they get it, they may get it because they were, you know, they were doing okay at that point. But that does change the trajectory of what the Chiefs actually have to do. So they were able to take the three, they tie the game. Niners go down the field, and uh, another. I think it was also third and four. I don't, it may not have been third and four, but it was a, definitely another third down. And uh, they just brought the house at Brock, and they were not ready for it. Brock barely got the throw off, and the Niners had to settle for a field goal. That was another one of those moments where I was like, gosh, Shanahan's got to know that this blitz is coming. And they did not look like they were ready for it uh, at all, uh, unfortunately. So they I take the... Tony- I thought Tony Romo had a very good game, and that was one of those ones where he talked about um, talking about tendencies of a play caller. The play, the uh, the alignment did not look like it was a blitz formation, but you know, like Romo said, you just have to know the tendencies of Steve Spagnola, yeah. and there was no way that he wasn't bringing pressure in that spot. So, like you say, as you know, Kyle has to be ready to in 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 Brock. 
has somebody Brock has to too. tell Brock yeah. that even if it doesn't look like a blitz, best best believe that once the ball is snapped, yeah. is going to be a blitz. Because so, yeah. the the flip side is they're they're just gonna let this dude sit back and 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 pick his spot for to get the 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 couple of yards that they needed and there's no way that that's that's that, not that how they play that second half at all that would be comp- and and it would be completely out of character for this dude who's been you know a play caller you know for 15 years i mean that's just not his reputation he's built his reputation on pressure so to think that in a big spot like that that you know he would lay back it's just it, it just it wasn't gonna happen regardless of how it looked it wasn't gonna happen he it was you know it was eventually going to come it was gonna be a pressure front and it so was. so the Niners come back down uh I think they have almost four minutes left oh no no I'm sorry there's a uh, almost uh, there's five and a half minutes left and uh so so they score so it's six it's 1916 so they leave the Chiefs. 353 and i know everybody and their mama was like that is too much time <laughs> we got we, this dude has four almost four minutes to figure things out of course they go all the way down the field 64 yards we keep them out of the end zone so we end with a 19 to 19 tie now at this point we go to overtime did you were you 100% sure what the overtime rules were because I was not. I was not exactly um, sure what this meant. I had to Google them. So no, I was <laughs> not. I was not. I had uh, one of the one of the twins' friends was over and he was explaining the rules to me. And I was like, okay, I'm glad you're here because the <laughs> announcer sure as hell did not explain it in this mm-hmm. way. I guess the only thing that I didn't really realize is even if you had the ball first, if the defense was able to get a turnover and then the team scores, then that's ball game. So I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. I definitely did not know that. I knew that there was, you know, I remember because of, you know, they changed the rule because of the Patrick Mahomes, you know, 13 seconds or whatever versus Buffalo. Buffalo. That both teams had to um, possess the ball, but I didn't know anything beyond that. And I definitely – Old school rules, Niners Super Bowl champions, man. That's that's yeah. that's what I'm that that's how I'm remembering this game. <laughs> they had to change the overtime rules to get us out of winning six. Exactly. That's how much they didn't want us to win six. Exactly. Okay, so the Niners, uh, they get a they get a little bit of a gift because there was a holding call on Jennings. It was damn near tackle. They tackled our guy, and the Niners extend the extend their downs. But uh, and then they and then they do kick a field goal. But even before that, what did you think about the Niners taking the ball? I didn't even think about the strategy piece of it because I like I again I was like confused about the rules. But as I started to think about mm-hmm. it, I was like, I wonder if Kyle would do that again and if he would actually defer. Uh, but maybe he wanted to give his defense a rest because those guys were out there for so long in that second half. Well, the only thing that was odd to me is that it that it seemed like it went against his normal tendencies right he always defers right Um, and so i i i just you know 
I just assumed that he would because he always does. I thought and maybe then, he uh, thought the old school overtime rules. Of course, we got to take the ball. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. uh, I, I trust Kyle here because I'm not exactly yeah. sure what the strategy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that was definitely odd. Yeah. So, so they take it, and uh, uh, we know what happens after that. You know, the, the, they they have the freedom like you had said to just kick the field goal if they wanted to. So they, they had so many more options. This wasn't a, you know, getting shotgun and have four wide outs and we're just spreading the field. Cause we got to score a touchdown. This was, they could run their normal offense. And I was just telling people like, I, I hope the Niners are ready for Mahomes to run for a lot of this series. And they were not because he was so free in some of these uh, plays, almost as if the Niners had never seen these plays before. And we had talked about this during the whole season in that we're kind of scared a little bit when the Niners would play a quarterback who could actually get out and run. Now, Patrick Mahomes is not fast. He's just smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were worried about how Jalen Hurts would would get out, and uh, thankfully the the Niners did a good job with Hurts. We're worried about Lamar Jackson. They did not do a good job at Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes was the most effective runner they played all year, and this dude is slow as molasses, but he is so smart in setting up his run and knowing that in the back of his pocket he has this thing called a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty just in case he slides and he dekes these guys into thinking that he's going to slide so they hold up and he keeps running and i was like man this dude is so smart with this stuff and he extended these drives with these uh i'm thinking like I can catch this guy. Why is he? Why? Why are these guys not able to catch him? And like I said, Fred took a bad route. Uh, some of the, I mean, I think the guys were just thinking like, okay, if I step up, the second I do, he's gonna fire it off and into my guy, and I, and I'm gonna be screwed. But some of this was after he passed the line of scrimmage, and these guys were still holding on to their men. And I was just like, man, they were not ready for for Pat to to skate to to scoot like that. So okay. So the last play of this game, this play. It's a wonderful design. <laughs> it's a wonderful I, design. I, I so badly, I just wanted to blame. Was that Logan Ryan on, on uh, who was the closest man? Was that who it was? Mm-hmm. I think it was Logan yeah. Ryan. I was so, I so wanted to just go, of course it's Logan Ryan. What a bum, blah, 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 blah. And then I actually saw the play where Mooney is the outside man. Travis Kelsey baits Mooney into coming inside. Travis Kelsey didn't even run. Like, he kind of, like, walked into the end zone. But they were so worried about him. And Miko Hardman, Jet McKinnon, and Miko Hardman made plays on the last drive. (sighs) Those guys weren't even in the game for, for the most part of it. Miko Hardman is just running free because everyone goes to Kelsey and Logan Ryan is the guy who's like kind of the closest near him. And it's just unlike not, no one is anywhere close to Miko Hardman. Honestly, 
Mahomes could have also just bootlegged right and probably scored. That's how open that whole it, it area was, was. It was so beautiful how Miko Hartman deeks inside. And that's why he's out there by himself because they he declared that he's going across, but then he comes back and nobody, everybody, you know, like you said, as Tony Romo, again, he had a wonderful call. He's like, once Miko Hartman goes inside, Kelsey, that's Mooney's man. He has to take him. So he vacates. And once he vacates, that's it. It's a wrap. There's nobody there. And um, you, like you say, so at that point, he could go in there. Mahomes could run it in. I mean, it was just it was just a beautiful design. It was just a beautiful design. And, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, that was, <laughs> well, game. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, Mah- that was <sighs> Mahomes's game blouses moment like that's it that's it (laughs) (laughs) so shelvin shelvin said that um the shanahan said uh to kick a field goal and hold them to a field goal and then they have a chance to win it that was the mentality i mean i'm glad that he had that faith in the defense because tony romo you mentioned romo and i thought he had some good comments as well Tony Romo said, maybe even on fourth and four, you go for it to get the touchdown because you're going to need seven to beat these guys. And at the time, I was just hoping and praying that they got a score, but he ultimately was right that they needed seven and not three because you're not holding this dude out of the end zone, and that's ultimately what happened. And, I mean, I know, you know, Moody made a couple of big kicks, but I mean, it's just a different feeling. I I didn't have any question that Butcher was going to make his kicks, but I was white knuckling every one of Jake Moody's kicks. And you know how, you know, our fans do on Facebook when he makes a couple and then all of a sudden, (laughs) Oh, what are you guys talking trash about? And it's like, you know, and I'm not trying to be a hater, but I mean, it's like, dude, we still got a whole nother half of football. It's very still, I mean, it's not like a a miss is, you know, out of the question now and sure as shit, it, it rears his ugly head. I mean, he'd missed a kick in three straight games. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, we're like hating on Jake Moody that, you know, it's like he's been like excellent, but we're just like fear-mongering or something, you know, coming into the game, being concerned about him, you know, missing a kick. I mean, I think that was a legitimate concern, I think. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so it's like, it. I would not have, you know, I'm not a big second guesser anyway, but if he goes for it on fourth down, you know, and is, you know, really aggressively goes for the touchdown and assumes the field goal, I'm not mad at him at all. I mean, it, you know, it, I think that might have been appropriate. I, you know, we ended up losing anyway. But if you want to, you know, Dan Campbell took shit for, you know, deciding that he was going to, yeah. he was going to win the game. It was what he said all along is that, we came to win and, you know, you can't, you can't, you know, and I see that a lot in our fan base. If he's conservative, we shit on him for being conservative. If he's oh, yeah. aggressive, we shit on him for being aggressive. Why didn't you run the ball? If you, well, when you run the ball, well, why didn't you, you know, why didn't you let Brock cook? 
I mean, it's so he he's in a no win situation, but I I I definitely had that feeling. I don't know if you did, but I definitely had the feeling that we needed a touchdown there. Yeah, that a field goal was not. You know, so I don't agree with him there. That that whole thing about we're gonna change, we're gonna exchange field goals. I think you gotta, you know. I, I think out. essentially what he was hoping for was that when the game turns to sudden death, he wanted the ball first. Yeah, I get that, and that, and he's probably right. He's yeah. probably right. You know, uh, you, you know, we because we and you know, we're gonna kill him either way if we, if, you know, he didn't, so he should have deferred, deferred. And if he had a deferred, well, why didn't you? Why weren't you aggressive and yeah, trying to win ex- the game? Exactly. So. You, you know, you're not. I don't know if you're gonna laugh at this or if you're gonna be pissed off at this, but Eric Armstead said it was a surprise to him about the overtime playoff rules. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's a defensive lineman. What, what does he care? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine when uh, when Moody kicks that field goal, Armstead's running around thinking they won the Super Bowl. He's like, yes, yes that's what we won. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome if they got that on, on camera. <laughs> oh, man. So that was the game. And again, is this one of those where you just tip your hat to this dude? Like, now I know what the Cincinnati Bengals felt like when Montana beat them. I, I absolutely know what their fans feel like. Wonderful. That is a wonderful comparison. I, I hadn't thought about that, but you are so right. Um, you know, to be on the other end of, you know. Greatness. What, what at that, you know, and, and again, it, it is a very good analogy because we were, you know, Joe was making his legend you know, in real time, then, I mean, it wasn't, you know, those, especially against the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, he got his, what was it? Did, was it, the, it was first and third rings was first third. That's right. That's right. That's right, man. That was, yeah, it, that is, I don't know. You know, we have, we, we've sussed out that we've got a lot of young fans. I tell you what, guys, if you can find it, there is a NFL films <laughs> um the, uh like like segment on the drive from Sam Weich's standpoint. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And he, and he was here, he was a Walsh assistant and um knew the offense and was like basically calling the plays. He knew what they were gonna run. Um, and it was like a reverse John Gruden. He, he, they were powerless to stop it. Whereas it, it was like the imp- Raiders knew exactly doom. it really was. And it, it is just, it's a wonderful thing because he, I mean, I don't mean it's kind of mean, but it was like, he was helpless to yeah. stop it. He knew, he knew exactly what the off this, that 49er offense was going to do, but you know, they were just powerless to stop it. And it's just, that's got to be a sickening feel. feel. Well, yeah, for, for the youngsters, uh, I know Davis, you know, Davis earlier in the chat, he said he couldn't really hang out that much. But uh, he had, I think, you know, he he's, I think he's in his like early 30s. So he, you know, when the Niners won in 94, he like he was like barely born or something like mm-hmm. that. And uh, my, my youngest uh, said, I've watched three Super Bowls and they've lost all three. And I thought about that. And I was <laughs> it like, is such Whoa, a different experience. That is he crazy. Had, 
he has had such a different experience than we had. But That's you know like, what? He's, he, had, he's had like a bizarro world experience yeah. from what we had. And, but he also has three Warriors titles, which I never thought I'd see yeah. in my lifetime. So at least he got that. And he got three Giants champion, World Series championships in his lifetime, too. So it's a little bit of like a, a spoiled thing. But, yeah, you know, there are people mm-hmm. who have not seen, who did not see the five like we were able to see the five. And those are the people who I am, you know, I feel for you guys right now. Uh, like Shel- Shelvin's daughters. He he was saying on in our Discord that, you know, they, they've only experienced Super Bowl losses. They've never experienced the Super Bowl win. So I feel for those of you who, uh, you know, who have had to deal with that. And look, man, the, it almost feels like at the, at the end of this game, my first thought was, how are we going to go through this all over again next year? Last year, we had the NFC title game. This year, we had the Super Bowl game. Next year, like who knows? Like it's so hard to get back there again. Can we go through it again? Do we want to go through it again? Are they gonna? You know, could could the could the luck could the injury luck change? And all of a sudden, you know, maybe they're not even as good as they were. Like those are the questions that you come out of a game like this, and that's why it, it's so hard to to see how this game ended because then you look forward to next year and you go nothing is certain they're like who like this was a great opportunity and hopefully you know i'm hopeful that next year we are just as good we get back there again pat mahomes uh travis kelsey decides to retire because he wants to be a house husband like oh i'm hopeful that all of those things happen and the niners can get back but it's not certain it's not 100 percent, and so that's kind of the the that's probably the biggest thing about losing this game is you were just on the cusp got taken away from you and you have no idea when you're getting back that's funny you mentioned travis kelsey retiring because i was thinking about that in terms of there's a Dave Chappelle skit where he gets Oprah pregnant and um <laughs> he quits his job because now he, <laughs> he his his baby mama is a billionaire so he don't have to you know screw this job yeah Travis Kelsey definitely if I don't know if he actually proposed to her but yeah I mean if you're like he'd be like Tom Brady with, you know, he's got a super wild knife that, you know, that's why Tom Brady could take those, those, um, those lower contracts is because his wife was making more money than he was. I was, I told, I told the twins, I said, what, why does Taylor want to get married to him? She's good. She's going to take a pay cut. She, she wants to take a pay cut to give him half. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, yes, Travis. Let's just be friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll, let's hang out. Let's see. Yeah, we, we got to figure this thing out. Do you see, Travis was going wild after the game too. He was singing "Viva Las Vegas." Uh, I don't know. I think those those Kelsey brothers get a little bit of a pass for being uh, knuckleheads, but Do you see him almost knock out Andy Reid. My God, what's going on? If that, can you imagine if that was Draymond? Imagine if Draymond did that to her. There would be people who were saying, "You need to get Draymond out of the league right now." Yes, he should should be. You know, the 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 Chiefs should. I mean, the Warriors should to suspend him mid game. You know, if that was the case, 
Yeah, but like you say, they get they get a pass. They get a pass. They get a pass. Uh, all right. We're going to figure out what our schedule is in the offseason. Uh, we probably need a little bit of a break after this one, but I don't know. I just have fun talking about this stuff with you. So. Player of the game, Patrick Mahomes. Sorry. Yeah, no, he's he's it. <laughs> Look, if the if the Niners won, it was going to be JJ, right? If the Niners yeah, it had won, to be. had to be JJ. Had to be. On the defensive end, uh, or, or shout or um shout out to um, I met with Conley, the wide receiver for eighty four. He had a hell of a game too. Yeah, see, he 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 threw like a pro wrestling clothesline on my guy uh, <laughs> on that tackle. Yeah, it's like man, yeah, man. He, Har- uh, Romo said Hulkamania. He didn't know that Hulk Hogan got canceled. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he can't do that. Hulkamania. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, we'll figure out. When we are next recording, I know people are going to be like, probably like need a little bit of a break themselves because we had, you know, we, we, we started this thing, you know, these dudes is playing football games in September. We went all the way to February 11th every week with a show. And sometimes we had two shows a week. So uh, I appreciate you. I want to say thank you to Rod for being here every single time. Uh, pleasure. We, we even got to see each other in person at a game this year. We got to do that a little bit more. And yeah, man, this is this has been a blast. Uh, and we'll we'll figure out when we come back. But this is a well deserved small break for us, and then we will recoup and uh, figure out what's the next thing. Like we're you know I don't I don't even know what the next dates are. You know, there's a draft coming up in April, and there's free, you know, agency. free agency and and stuff and we'll we'll figure out what coaches leave that you know they're not going to have with mm-hmm. them because of other people picking them up for their staffs and all this stuff so there will be news and are they going to shoot can wilkes i mean it's it's, it's going to be it's it'll, the news will start to flow no you know sooner than we know and i think a lot of that will inform what we do you know as news becomes yep you know you know as it happens you know, we'll obviously want to respond to it. So, yeah. Yep. yep. And, and you know, if Robbie Gold decides that you know, he wants back in. <laughs> I think we welcome with open arms at yeah, this point. Absolutely. All right. Thank you to everybody for hanging out with us during this football season. It's been a blast. I, I, I've I've learned more about football just talking about it with Rod and just focusing on it more so than I've had these last two years uh, and wanting to learn more about it, and and wanting to watch it a little bit more closely, so I, I'm I'm digging it, and uh, and yeah, just appreciate everybody for hanging out with us this year. It was a great damn season, and and they came ever so close. It, it was it was there. I, t- I we, it was so close we could taste it, but it didn't happen. And uh, that, like you said, like I said, like Curtis Blow said, these are the breaks. Are so breaks. for one last time in this. 2023-24 NFL season. We will say good night for Rod. I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said.
done. 